1: SCI-FI CRYING FROM THE FAR PLANET by TOM GOODWIN A smile of friendship is borrowing of the teeth, so is a snarl a menace, or can it be fatal to mistake the latter for the former? Haring alien being only under circumstances of self-defence, trust no alien being under any circumstances, from Exploration Ship's Handbook. He listened in the science of the Exploration ship control room. He heard nothing, but that's what bothered him. An almost quiet, when there would have been a multitude of sounds the nearby village with view screens or to pickups for it to transmit. In more than six hours past the time when the native Froon should have come to sit with him outside the ship as they resumed their laborious attempt Learn each other's language. View screen was black and the light of the control room, even though it was high noon outside. Dull's red sun was always visible through the world's thick atmosphere to human eyes Full all day. No morning red-tinged dietness. We switched on the lunch ships outside floodlights and woo screen to come to bright white life, showing an empty glade reaching away between the groves of purple alien trees. He noticed absolutely that the trees seemed to have changed a little in colour since their arrival. Videos was hidden from view by the outer tree, but there should have been some activity in the broad area visible to him. And well, not a, but there was none, not even along the distant segment. Well, well, we would have been a busy road. Natives were up to something he knew from hard experience on other alien worlds. Be It would be nothing good. be some sort of misunderstanding of the kind. You didn't know enough that they of their comprehensive language. Ask them what it was. Standing as it, it always came. You felt someone or something standing close behind him, peering over his shoulder. Dropped his hand to his blaster, thinking and wearing or at all times of world. Nothing was behind him. There whatever was. The patrol room was empty. No hiding place to have anything. The door was closed, locked by the remote control button beside him. There was nothing, so his sensation of being watched faded, though the watch had withdrawn a great distance. Perhaps in the hundredth time, within six days, he felt the sensation. But he slept all night. Something came to nozzle his mind, faceless, formless, utterly alien. The last three nights he had let, not let the blaster get beyond quick reach of his hand, not even in bed. But well, wherever it was, it could not be on a ship. You searched the ship twice, if not a photo compartment by compartment search, and found nothing. How did you work with the natives from outside the ship, except? Why, well, the natives were telepathic, did the one called Throne go through the weary pretense of trying to learn a mutually understandable form of communication? It was one other explanation, which could not, he could not accept. And he was falling in the footsteps of Will Garrett of Ship 9, who had deliberately gone in to White Sun two months after the death of his twin brother. He looked at the chair beside his own, Johnny's chair, which would forever be empty. His thoughts went back down the old better paths. Expiration board had been wrong. They thought the close bond between individual identical twins made them ideal 2 men crews, lonely, Lifetime journeys that relationships. Identical twins are too close. When well, one of them died, the other died in part, part, in part with him. They crossed a thousand light years of space together. He and Johnny, they came to a bleak planet. He would call, call, Johnny's world. He should never let Johnny go on alone up the slope of the honeycomb mountain. But Johnny wanted to take their routine record photographs, called photographs. The black tiger-like beasts, which had they called cave cats, things that seem harmless and shy despite their ferocious appearance. I've taken a sack of food. I think they might like Johnny, he said. I'd want to try to get some good close-up shots of them. Days later, he heard a distant snarl of Johnny's blaster. He ran up the mountainside, knowing already he was too late. He found two of the cave cats lying where Johnny was killed, had killed them. He found Johnny at the foot of the cliff, He was dead. He looked welcome by the fall, scattered all around him, with a torn sack of food he wanted to give to the cats. He buried Johnny that next day, while a cold wind moaned, and a lead grey sky he built a monument for him, a little mound of, of frosty stones that only the wild animals could, would ever see. Chime rang high and clear, and the memories were shattered. The only light above the hyperspace communicator was a flashing a signal A meant the exploration spawned. According for Earth, he flipped the switch and said, Paul Jameson, exploration ship one. The air voices Brenda spoke. It's been some time since your primary report. Is everything alright? In a way, he answered, I was going to give you your, the detailed report tomorrow. Give me a base sketch of it now. It's set of short, brief brown fur. Natives are humanoid in appearance. They are basic differences. But they are basic differences. Their temperature is cool. They look like their climate. Their vision range is from just within the visible red on, on into the infrared. They shade their eyes sort of like anything as hot as boiling water. It looked square into shipped floodlights and never seen them. And then, knowledge of science, Brenda 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 asked a good understanding of it, but along of lines totally different from what our own world at This stage is event. for example, a pair of machines with chemicals, but there is no steam, heat, or exhaust. That's what we want to find worlds where different branches of research known as science exploited how about their language no progress with it yet he told Brenda I was silence in a village and added "Well, it was t- even if Rune would show up I could ask could not ask him what was wrong I learned a few words there were so many different definitions I just couldn't use them I know Brenda said valuable and then related definitions undetectable with shade of infection. And sometimes the language that's in no discernible several separate words. Singer brothers, eight ship eight ran into lava. We've given them up for loss. Singer's dead. He's slain? Good God. it have been a month since the Raymond brothers were killed. So then Brenda said. They always are. There is no way the extraterrestrian man can tell the natives that they mean and from no harm suspicion the natives grows. Dangerous facility. The singers report the natives that it were to both On that word to both suspicious and process processing powerful weapons. The singers are proceeding warily their own weapons always at hand, but somehow a natives caught them off guard. A last report was four months ago. There's a science when Brent Larenda added. Their ship was on the ninth, and we only had fifteen. We were only, we had only fifteen. He did not apply to the implication of Brendan's statement. It's obvious to them all that the end of the plan would be where well, it had to be. It had been only three years since fifteen heavily warmed exploration ships set to lead the way for terrain expansion across the galaxy to answer a cry from far planets to find all the world that well, held intelligent life. It was the ultimate goal of the plan to accumulate and correlate all the knowledge of all the intelligent life forms in the galaxy. Among the achievements resulting from the tremendous mass data would be ships drive faster. Even in hyperspace, a third level drive would have bring all all the galaxies, universe within reach. And now nine ships have gone but out of fifteen and nineteen men out of thirty. Communication barrier, Bender said. The damn communication barrier has been the cause behind the loss of every ship. There is nothing we can do about it. We simpl- we simplified it by it. The conversation was terminated shortly afterward, and he moved about the room restlessly, wishing he had time to lift ship again. With Johnny not that there the wood dark was like a smothering tomb. You'd like to leave it. Behind and drive again to the star clouds of the galaxy. Drive on and on into them. A ghostly echo touched his mind, restless poop. yearning, he swung his face to the locked door. There could be nothing behind it. The first real fear came to him as he did so. The thing was lonely. The thing was watched him. It was as lonely as he was. What else could have any... What else... Could any of it be but the product of a mind in the first stage of anxiety? The natives came ten minutes later. view screens showed a chemically powered engine vehicle. They emerged from the trees and rolled so swiftly across the glade. Four natives were in it while the fifth lay uh, one lay on the floor, apparently badly injured. The vehicle stopped a short distance in front of the airlock recognized a native on the floor, its. Frown, one of whom he had been exchanging language lessons, waiting for him when he emerged from the ship, pistol-like weapons, their belts, and grim accusation in their manner. Froome was muttering intelligently, unconscious. His skin was not covered by brown fur, it was abnormally in appearance, he was dying. The floor, and leader looked for, indicated Froome, and said in a quick, brittle voice, Ka, Lord drat, only one word was familiar, cool, which meant you, and yesterday, and a great deal of other things. The question was utterly meaningless to him. He dropped his hand a little nearer his blaster. As the leader spoke it again, quick succession of unknown words, and he harshly demanding, "kucho." Kucho meant, howl, very quickly, and all the other words were unfamiliar to him. He waited and grimaced, grim menaced about their own when he did not answer, he tried to do in vain to find some way of explaining to them. He was not responsible for the sickness and could not cure it. But he saw the spray of leaves that caught on the corner of the vehicle that came through the fire of the trees. They were a deep purple colour. All the trees around the ship were almost grey by contrast. Which meant he was responsible for Fron's crossation. they there the cold white light of the ship footlights, under which he and his sat For by day after day, contained radiations went went through the violet and far into the ultraviolet, the animal and vegetable life of the dark world. The radiations were visibly short and deadly. Froome was dying of the hard radiation sickness. It's something he should have foreseen and avoided. It would have not happened. He accepted old Froome's peritone-wine invitation were well, in the beginning to go with him into the village to work at language study. There he would have would have been, used a harmless battery lamp for illumination. It would know certainly that the natives were out and out planning to lay a trap for him in the village. He refused to go, it did not matter. It was a complex radiation neutralizer, a salvage structure on the ship, which would turn through to normal for all normal health a few hours after you placed in its chamber. He told the leader of the four natives motioned from Froom to lot Go then go there he said native t- language Brun and he answered the Word meant no and it was of determination away he said it show me he would not move from it. At the end of five minutes, his attempts to persuade him them to take Froon. The ship was increased their suspicion of his motives, a point of critical danger, if only he could tell them why he wanted Froon taken into the ship. He could not would not take Froon by first disposing Thor without injuring them. This he could do by procuring one of the paralyzing needle guns on the ship. He took a step toward the ship and spoke the words that to his best his knowledge meant I'll come back. For his swin kali, their play was to snatch their weapons in desperate haste. Even his leader uttered a hoarse word of command. He pulled up a blaster from quick motion, long training perfected. The weapons were only half drawn. His warning came. Born! They froze, but they did not release their weapons. He walked backwards to the airlock. his blaster covering them, tensely waiting matter in which they watched in his progress calling him what the slightest regulation of his vigilance would mean his death. He did not let the nozzle with a blast waver till his was inside the airlock at the outer door and slid shut. He was sure that natives were gone when he returned. He was sure of another thing that whatever he said to them is not what he thought he was saying. He saw that the glade was empty. He opened the airlock again same time a bomb-like missile struck the ship just above the airlock. Exploded with a savage crash. He turned the close button. A door clicked shut barely in advance of three more... Missiles.
0: Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah Baby. Introducing a new collection. Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of Baby's first moments.
1: Which hammered his impervious armor. So that, you thought, where is that? He said that the useless need of gun, laid the useless need of gun aside, sage had passed when he could hope to use it. He could save Rome by killing some of the others, or he could lift the ship and leave for him to die. Every action would make the natives hate or fear for our tarons. A hatred of fear would be there to greet all those chavarine ships. Not a way of race gave birth to a peaceful, galactic empire, not the purpose behind a plan, but always where the exploitation men went encountered any barrier, the intangible and communications communication barrier. The weapons of exploitation men carried his ship the power to destroy a world, but were the power to answer simple questions, prevent fatal misundergivings. Mis- And standings. Before another three years passed, the last such relationship man would die. The last such relationship would be lost. He felt the full power of the hopelessness for the first time. Though when he had been alive, he'd been different. Johnny always laughed whenever the outlook was the darkest. He said, we'll find a way, Paul. A bow broke uh, suddenly and He felt that Johnny was near very near, but a feeling came the soft enclosure of a dream like peace, in which Johnny's death was vague and far away. Only something that had happened in another dream. He knew without wondering why that Johnny was in the control room. Polly's mind tried to reject the thought of an illusion. He did not listen. He did not want to listen. He ran to the ship's elevator, stumbling like one not one, like one not fully awake. Johnny was waiting for him. Control room, alive, alive. He spoke as he stepped into the control room. Johnny, something moved at the, the controllable black and alien, standing tall as a man and short hind legs. Yellow eyes, glaze at feline, At the voice face, a feline vice face. Cat, the ones that Johnny that killed. Johnny realization was wrenching, shock, and a terrible disillusionment. Johnny was not waiting for him. Not alive. He brought up the blaster. dreamlike state gone. Pull the cave cat flashed out. He struck the ship's master's light switch. A movement faster than his own. The room was totally, instantly, totally dark. He fired a poor blue fire lance across the room. The cave cat was gone. He fired again, quickly and immediately in front of him. A pale beam revealed only ripped metal floor. I am not where you think. The words came clearly in his mind, but there was no directional source. He held his breath, listening to the whisper with padded feet as the cave cat flashed in, in all in for the kill and made a swift analysis of the situation. Cavecat cat was telepathic, high intelligent, been on the ship all the time, had the others had wanted the ship and had to kill Jim, Johnny to reduce opposition to the minimum. He himself had been permitted to live, and to the cave in mind how to operate the most, almost automatic controls. Now he served the purpose of are wrong. Again, there was no way to, you could determine the direction which, from which the fault came. He listened again and wondered why he was not wayward. I laid him at the door, it came, If its fault came, I had to let you see me, or oh, you would have not relieved I existed, it was only here, I could extinguish all fires, there were times to speak before you killed me, I let you think that your brother was here, the little pulls, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I should have used another method of luring you here. He swung the blaster toward, toward, towards what seemed to be the faint sound near the uh, little soldier unit across the room. We do not intend to kill your brother. We did not intend to kill your brother. We do not believe it. He did not believe it and did not apply. When he met the first temporary contact with him, he jerked up his blast and fired. In mind was a conviction that we pretended to be harmless animals that he could, so that he, we could catch him off guard and kill him. One of us leaped at him, but he fired a second time to knock the blast from his hand. We did only a few minutes of which to explain, but you will not be trusted us that long. The misjudgment disses him, knocked off the cliff. Again, he did not reply. We did not intend to kill your brother. Thought came, but you do not believe me. He spoke for the first time. No, I don't believe you. You're physically like cats, and cats don't misjudge distances. Now you want something from me, because you tried you really try to kill me too. What is it? I have to tell you uh, my you do my race, you understand? We call ourselves the van in um, so far as it can be translated spoken word, we are a very old race. <clears throat> in the beginning we could not, did not live in caves, but there came a long period of time. Thousand years the climate of our world was so violent. For us to live in the caves, it was completely dark there. Our sense of smell became our very coot. Together, were significantly sensitive to temperature changes, we could detect objects in our immediate vicinity. They know there were, no, were subterranean plants in the caves that took food, and the food was no problem. We have always been slightly telepathic. It was during our long stay in the caves that our intelligence and telepathic powers he fully developed. We were only our minds. Physical science is not really in dark caves. Clumsy pause. A time finally came when we had to leave the caves, but it was the words of little help to us. There were no on our planet, world but earth and stone and thin glass, plains, thin glass of rains. We wondered about the universe. We knew the stars were distant suns, because one of our own suns became a star. Over each, winter. each winter we studied as best as we could, because, but we could see the stars only as little. while well, then was saw them. So much we wanted to learn, and by then we passed our zenith, already dying out. Our environment was a prison from which we could not ever escape. When a ship arrived, we thought you might soon be free. We wanted to ask you to take some of us with you, just range for others. Your, your race is stuck by our world. But you dismissed us as animals, useful only for making warm fur coats because we lived in caves and had no science, no artifacts, nothing. You had the power to destroy us. We did not know what your reaction would be when you learned the intelligent and psychopathic race might have the high code of ethics never intrude unwanted, but would. You believe that? He did not answer. The death of your brother changed everything. We're going to leave as soon as that would, would be no time to learn about you. I hid on this ship so I could study you. I waited till I could prove to you you needed me. Now I can... Now I can. The dying and I give you the proper words. Vaccination will cause the others to bring him into the ship. Your real purpose? What is it? He asked. To show you that a man need a van. We want to explore the galaxy and learn. So do the van. had the ships and we have the perfect abilities. We'll end the communication problem. Your race and your mind. can only if we go together. So for the truth. A hidden purpose behind the van proposal and saw it what it would would have been have to be. The long range goal you failed to mention that, your ultimate aim. I know what you're thinking. How can I prove you wrong now? There's no way for the van to prove him wrong for for who the Fritzry behind the van proposal. Proof would come in with the time and train van covered with have transformed to our ends to a slave race violence work again you fruit to believe I am sincere if I am to be native fool to believe you I will be too late late to save Let's be act very quickly I am told you are you or why I am here there is nothing more I could do to convict, convince you what be the first to show trust I switch on the lights it be within your power to kill me Darn was gambling his life in of the game in which he could be gambling the plane and his race. The game he would end at the first sound of the movement, an astrologer, unique across the room. I've been here beside you all the time. The poet, Paul brushed his face gently, gently but grimly reminding, winding along his throat. He whirled and fired, it was too late. The van was already late, signing away. Beam found on the her floor. The light came on girly bright girly bright after the darkness. We saw the van. It was staying by the control board, its huge yellow eyes watching him. He brought the blast in line with it, fingers on the firing side, it waited, not moving or so still shrinking from what was coming. Prince Lucid and Golden Eyes looked at him beyond him as though they saw something in the room, not in the room. He wondered if he was in contact with his own kind of John, um, um Johnny. Where was he telling them it would make the gamble for high stakes and was lost? He said, was, it was not afraid, not, not asking for mercy. The killing of this, of it was suddenly an act without savior. It was something he would do in the immediate future. But first he would let it live long enough to say through He motioned with a blast and said, Lead lead away to the airlock. And I you kill me? Lead away, he harshly. He said no more, but it went obediently past him, trodded down the corridor like a great giant, like a giant, like a great black dog. He stood on the door opened airlock. A van against the furthest wall He was ordered to stand through the radiation chamber He held his the first interval conversation With the natives all that day The was facing into red-black gloom Outside the air-lighted airlock And the party natives would be heard Crossing the glade Their thoughts are no longer heard Fear and suspicion, he said as resounding were ended He raised the muzzle to blast his hand blackhead lifted And the looked to him I made you no promise, he said. I could not. I could demand none. I can't stop to, to take you back to your own world. I can't leave you alive on this one. But that, what you learned from my mind you would have the native build a van of this to integrate you, equipped space fleet equal to our own ships. If only you only want to go with you. You told it what you wanted to know before you killed it. Only why you would should care. I know and I'd like to believe you're sincere. I know why I don't dare to first entirely perfect race would be too dangerous. The would know everything we knew, and only the Varn would be able to communicate each other within each new, new new alien race. We'd have to believe what the Varn told us. We'd have to trust that the Varn to see for us as speak for us and not deceive us. We went across the galaxy. And then, in the end, the towers would no longer be, be needed to set the subject race. They would be enslaved, we would have laid the groundwork for an empire, the Varn Empire. There was a silence in which his words hung like something cold and invisible between them. The Varn asked very quietly, Why is the plan failing? You already know, he said, because of the barrier, Good man, the Gumman Barrier. Cause it aliens to misunderstand the intentions of men and fear them in no communication power between you and I. Yet you fear me, and you're going to kill me. I have to kill you. You represent a danger to my race. Isn't that the same reason why aliens kill the Spurration men? Do you not answer. It fault. Uh, its fault came quickly. How does an Spurration man appear to, to natives of alien worlds? You don't. How did he appear? He landed on his world. A ship he could smash into revelation. He stepped over his ships carrying weapons. He could level the city. He represented in of power to destruction. He trusted no one, had nothing. And in return, he hoped that you'd find welcome, a friendship, cooperation. There, said Varn, sa- there, the Varn said. It is your true barrier, your own distrust and your superstition. You yourself created each world. Now you are going to direct it. Three, my race and yours by killing me and advising the wretched ball to quarantine on my world. Never to let another ship land here. <clears throat> Again, there was no silence as he thought. What the van said, and what he said earlier, we are a very old race. And the wisdom of the and analysis is the cause of plan's failure. And with the van to it's vanquish, he could mention sure a statement. though so, mate, a new approach would be tired. It could go along. Together, man and Vaan, a long, long way. It could create the Vaan Empire. How could how we know which it, how it, which it could would be? How could anyone know? Set the turnpuff the of and now his of blast had dropped he brought it back up. He forced the dangerous incision aside, Now he would have to kill the Vaan at what at once. He might it might weaken again. I said harshly to it I said harshly to it, a risk is too great. I want to believe you, but you talk of trust and great intentions only talk of my race would be the only one I had to trust He touched the faring stud and last thought the Vaughan came. Let me speak once more. He waited a foreign studs, stud cold and metallic under his finger. You're wrong you would you already set your example of faith which you by asking. Go with you. I told you we do not intend to hurt your brother. I told you we saw the stars only as the little wild animals saw them—the air and the dark waves. You do not understand. The eyes of Van looked into his, his beyond beautiful expressiveness and the polished gold. The van are blind.
0: Our family has grown.